Welcome to Kingdom Success University, where I teach kingdom principles that will transform you from the inside out. Building your life on solid foundation will provide consistent and repeatable success no matter where you are at in life. Some of the key principles that will be taught on the podcast are leadership, finances, mindset, attitude, and much more. Tune in to hear today's episode and enjoy. Sade Thier is the CEO and founder of Slim Thick Fitness and owns an e-commerce health business. Slim Thick Fitness is dedicated to diminishing the negative thoughts of body shaming amongst women and advocating for the voices of domestic violence. Sade has experience in the fitness industry and specializes in working with diverse populations of behavioral health and special needs. Sade is currently involved with the NAACP of Howard County in Education. Welcome to Kingdom Success University, where we teach kingdom principles in a practical way. So as you realize, we have made some iterations to Kingdom Success with our promos. And uh, so we will continue to make those necessary iterations because it is definitely on and going on here in Kingdom Success University. So I'm excited about this second round of of things that we're doing and topics that we're going to be talking about. So the exciting piece to this is that I am rolling out three series. So the first series is about kingdom relationships. and, And we'll go down that journey of what kingdoms, what kingdom relationships look like in singleness from a male's perspective versus a woman's perspective. But then um, there's another series where we will be talking about business, which today that is part of this series here. And I'm excited about today's guest, which I'll get into in a second here. But then the third of it will be about personal, about personal capacity. Right, so business, then you're talking about kingdom relationships, and then uh, we get into what we say capacity, but it's specifically for men. And this series is very impactful. It's called The Creation of Fatherhood, a man's journey from childhood up to fatherhood. What do men go through emotionally? Some of the traumas that they may not necessarily discuss to women, or maybe to other people, because we are told not to express those emotions. So I'm excited about all three of those series, but today I'm excited about this. So I am bringing in yours truly, Sade, and I ain't speaking about the singer. I'm talking about yours truly, the entrepreneur. So Sade, thank you for uh, being here at Kingdom Succession University. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So, so just to bring the audience up to date here. So, how Shade and I met, um, we actually, she actually friended me a couple of months back, right? So, um, and, you know, we were friends and, you know, checking each other's posts out, just seeing what she's posting. And, uh, and I noticed that she has a podcast, which she'll get into here in a second or a few minutes. And um, it's called, um, it's called, um, um, I wake up winning, excuse me. So, um, which is really cool. Like you got to listen to it. 
Um, she's very inspirational, very energetic, um, cares about her health, um, all of that. And so I was like, I have to get her on this podcast because she is so uh, tuned in as far as just business. And as we get into this, you're going to hear from her perspective as a single mother of how she got from where she's at, from where she was to where she's at now. And I'm excited to hear this. Great, great time here. So, so that's how we met and we talked. And so today's episode, and I'll let her kind of, you know, reveal the name of the episode. So what, what, what was the name of the episode uh, that, that you came up with? Yes, the episode I came up with was Battle of the Minds. I feel as though that was a, that was a really good topic, especially when um, you're doing business and whether you're a parent or not, but you're, you're diving into something new. You're diving into something that um, is going to force you to really wake up and look at yourself in a different way to see how resilient you really are. So yeah, <laughs> Battle of the Minds. Battle of the Minds. That's yeah. awesome. So this is going to be the first time ever that someone someone will be interviewing me on this podcast, right? Which is like new, right? Everybody's like, who is this guy, James? Like, now he just talks at us, but he never really answers the questions that I may have. So Sade is going to assist with this and we're going to, we're going to roll. So we talked about it, but we didn't necessarily practice this. So please bear <laughs> with us on this and uh, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. So I'm going to hit you with the first question, Sade, because uh, I think that this is prevalent to okay. any person out here, right? Whether if it's a, a woman who's married with kids, a person that's single with, you know, single with kids or a person that doesn't have kids, right? I think that some of the, the teachings and the thought process with your background is still prevalent to any person. So the first question is, what were some of the trials and challenges that you faced as a single mother? Um, I think from well, what I do know is um, when you leave from a relationship, so coming out, coming out of a divorce, it really forced me to um, look at a lot of things different because now I'm playing all different types of roles added on from what I already had before. And so when I looked at that, a lot of times women aren't very financially stable or they don't really understand finances. And I had an understanding of finances. Um, at least it forced me to a higher level of understanding finances in a different way, um, where it allowed me to start thinking more about investments, more about what do I need to set, set up for not only my life, but my son's life moving forward, right? So I didn't just think about just right now. So it, it is a battle because you're thinking about um, where the child goes to school, um, where uh, the doctor's appointments, making sure that if you if the child gets sick, you're, you're the one definitely going to the rescue of that child. But not only that, um, through my journey, it was more so where I was still um, pouring into other people. So, and when I say that off mm -hmm. of just business-wise, because I own Slim Thick Fitness, it wasn't really official um, until later on but I was already doing speaking events. I was already networking. I was uh, reaching out to the county um, uh, people that was in the city, sitting down with CEOs, sit, sitting down with executive directors. I was reaching out to them because in my mind, everything was about networking. Um, I came from a background just like in the fitness business. 
where um, I was like an assistant general manager of the gym where I helped run it, where it allowed me to understand marketing techniques, understanding the importance of sitting down with VPs and talking with them and strategizing um, how do you capitalize off of your area, off of your demographics. So how I looked at things was more so it wasn't, wasn't more, it was more so towards the growth of not only myself, but those around me. So I could go deeper into this. You know what I mean? Like in a sense, it was just like, I had, number one thing, you have to take care of your mental, right? So the battle of the minds, that's what we're talking about. So jumping into as a single mother, it was more so grabbing hold of my, my life, grabbing hold of my mindset, because through a divorce, it can either can break you or it can build you. And for me, it <laughs> built me, you know what oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> built a girl. Exactly. So, um, so definitely my mindset was stronger. I allowed um, healing. I allowed myself to um, become extremely vulnerable um, and very real with myself. Um, therapy is a huge thing. I tell everybody therapy is a beautiful thing because it allows you to gain those tools. It allows you to get a different perspective of things, but also allows you to grow because that's the whole thing. You want to constantly grow. So in business, you have to have a good mindset. You have to want to grow. You have to want to learn and understand to hold yourself accountable within yourself in order to take those steps to move forward. And number one thing, you can't be good to your child and if you're not good with yourself. So th mm. those, those things right there, making sure that the foundation, the new foundation that I was building was solid. Mm. So that, that was like the number one thing. And the second thing, like I said, was the, the networking. What did I want to do? How did I want things to be set up? What was I looking for moving forward? Because mm. healing and forgiveness, all those things take place. Networking, building business relationships, understanding how those relationships can build are test and trial, you fail. And then, you know, I don't necessarily like saying failing, but sometimes those rejections, if those doors aren't open is definitely okay. I went through a whole season of rejection, but um, the beauty of it, it made me extremely strong where I was able to capitalize off of a lot of things. So yeah, so which ended me having um, two successful businesses, um, Slim Thick Fitness, which is um, helping women validate themselves um, excluding body shaming um, from girls to um, women along with uh, my e-commerce business um, through sports um, supplements. And uh, like you said, I have a podcast, I Woke Up Winning, um, that I have on now. So yeah, there's a lot of things going on, especially with me speaking. So yeah. Wow, I get a shoot the shot back at you, right? With the yeah, question. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. nuggets, nuggets. So, so let me see what I can do. Let me see what James, I can do. James, <laughs> let, let everyone know, um, as a single father yourself, um, did you feel while you were going through different things with um, with family, did you have trouble building or disconnecting emotionally while building your business, um, while trying to still maintain um, uh, the relations within family with your with your daughters? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Daughters, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I yes, I have uh, two sets of twin girls, so they are seven and five, going on twenty-two. <laughs> so, ladies out there, you know exactly what I mean. Thank you, <laughs> but uh, but no. In all seriousness, um, I can definitely tell you, as a single father, it can be a little scary because um, you know I come from a background where my father wasn't in my life, and I think that that I can speak 
to a lot of people, right, uh, out there, you know, that may not have their fathers there. So it was more of a, like a trial and error. Like, okay, like, okay, you do this, or okay, I don't do this. And, and, and sometimes that can be difficult, especially when you're learning on the fly. And so, um, so I actually learned this from a highly successful person, um, you know, uh, Warren Buffett, who basically stated that, hey, the most successful people, they actually create decision makers. Mm-hmm. And these decision makers help them to make swift decisions without being indecisive or hesitant about what they're doing with their life. And so, you know, it took me about three years to really hone in to say, okay, as a man, like, it's not about what I do. So when the way I think as a single father is, because typically as a man, and I'm not speaking for all men, I'm saying for some men, some men have the, this bent of, well, they focus on what they do, right? Oh, I am a director, I'm a VP, or I'm a football player. Like they put their self-image in things that they do. And um, and really what, what changed my mindset was around, it's not about what I do, it's about who I'm becoming. Right. Right? So I'm gonna do what I do, but the true question I have to ask myself is, what, what is it that I'm becoming? Do I wanna be a good father or do I wanna be a great father? Do I wanna be an absent father or do I wanna be a heavily involved father? Do I wanna be a positive father or negative? Right. So it's all these things I had to think about. And so um, so what I basically did is I sat down and put a pen to paper and said, OK, what matters to me as a man? And so every decision that comes in, that comes at me, no matter what the struggles, no matter what the challenges are, I have to filter them through five things. And these are my top five in this order. Number one is God. How does this affect my relationship with God? Holy Spirit, Christ. Now, that's just me, right? Because if it's a negative impact, if it takes me away from prayer, if it takes me away from reading, if it takes me away from being involved in my church or really bringing forth the word, the answer is no, right? That's number one. But then number two is family. Now, obviously, I'm single, but in this order, it'll be my spouse, my future spouse, and then my children. So, hey, how does this affect my relationship with my, my future wife? Does this take me away from my wife? Does this, does this um, create an unstable situation in terms of my wife not feeling secure because I'm not there all the time? Or like, what does this do with my relationship? Does this enhance or does it take it away? What about my children? Again, what kind of father do I want to be? Hey, I want to be heavily involved, right? I want I want my children to know their father, but then also know like, okay, dad's always there, right? Constantly spending money on us. So, so yeah, I want that, right? So, um, so that's that's number that's number two. Number three, my businesses. How does this impact people in my business, right? It's not the business per se, but every decision I make doesn't only impact me; it impacts others. Right. So I got to think about others. So my marriage is not only about me, it's about, it's about everyone, right? Because it's like, okay, hey, you know, there's people who are depending upon us, right, to be that light for the world, right? Um, so businesses, that's, that's me. Number four is legacy. That's my influence. Um, that's about, hey, what kind of person do I want people to know me as? 
right? Do, do I want people to know me like, oh man, that guy's a terrible tipper. He's horrible. Like he treats waitresses and waiters terrible. Or do I want to be known as the person when we walk in and my wife is on my side because I've done the work ahead of time to really build solid relationships? People are like, oh my gosh, your husband is amazing. He tips as well. He's, he's engaging. He's awesome. Like, dude, that, that's awesome to me, right? Reputation, building those relationships, legacy. And number five is my health. How does this impact my health, wow. right? Because at the end of the day, if I'm not healthy, there's no way that I can, I can do all the things that I want to do for God, for my family, for my businesses, even for my legacy. So the, as a father, I think that um, that's how I filtered my decisions. Now, at times it's been a challenge because there's been opportunities that I'm like, man, this can, this can absolutely land me, you know, 200 plus K or whatever. But you know what? It was at the sacrifice of those five. Right. And you know what? At the end of the day, I know what I stand for. And that's what, and that's, and that's what worked for me. And uh, it hasn't been the easiest, but uh, it's definitely worth it for sure. That is awesome. Because God definitely has to be the forefront of everything. Otherwise, it is definitely not going to work. Definitely yeah. not going to work. So that, that is absolutely true. Absolutely true. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Thank you. So, so I'm, I'm gonna turn this back on you because I'm, I'm getting drilled with some good questions here, right? So, so obviously you have two businesses, right? Well, really, you know, your podcast is another business right. in and of itself, right? But so let the let the audience know. Um, how did you know that you were ready to jump into entrepreneurship? What was that? What, what was that journey? What was that process? Walk us through. Okay, uh, let me see. It was, I want to say back in 2014, 2015, between those times, towards the end of 2014, going into 2015, um, I was at a job that I hated. Like I, I hated the, there was no support system within it. I was in my career field and um, there was just an absence of care there where it caused me to really go into like a depression. And I didn't realize that I was in this deep depression where it was just like, I, I strongly disliked working there because of the people, um, the negative um, aura that was there. And so one day I was just like, I came to work and I just start crying and I didn't understand why I was crying. And I was just like, I hate it here. Like I hate, it was like anxiety built up. It felt crazy. And I put my two weeks in, I put my two weeks in and I was like, forget it. I'm going to do something that I love. And what I loved was working out because I always got hit with questions about how do you, how do you stay so fatigued? How do you, you know, how do you build muscle? How do you build lean muscle? You know, you work out so hard, you know, what's going on? You know, can you give me nutrition tips? And I was just like, maybe I, I, I really need to dive into this because I love working out. You know, I was a college athlete. Um, I played basketball at an HBCU along with um, just sports has always been in my life since a little kid. So that's a lot of what I knew. So to hear other women wanting to feel empowered and want to feel great about the, their own body encouraged me to just be like, I'm gonna just start a business. I'm just gonna go out here and just hustle. So when I quit, <laughs> <laughs> when I quit, yeah. you know, it came real where it was just like, I was trying to network. I was trying to, um, I was trying to post. I was trying to do all these different things. And I realized I I'm missing something. I'm out here struggling. 
and I was missing, and this is before I had my son, my handsome son. It was, um, I was still just out here hustling and I realized I was missing marketing. And right when I did marketing, it opened up a whole new world to me because I was so against sales. I was so against all this different stuff. But now it, it just made me fall in love with it because it was taught to me on how you're supposed to market. So it allowed me to build relationships with other women, which allowed me to open the door with my business of Slim Thick Fitness and actually start working directly with women and training them. So that's kind of where it started was like in, just like in the business I was in, in my, in my career field, which taught me a lot. It just, I, I start seeing a lot more. There was more to what my passion, the passion that I actually had. So yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, that's impressive, right? So I can, I can <laughs> be honest. Job. That's what it's I, I, I can be honest with you. Feel, some, some, some people don't have the, the um, what would I say, uh, that kind of confidence or boldness without having some type of backup plan, right? <laughs> to say, oh, I'm going to completely quit my job to jump full-time entrepreneurship, right? And, and be a business owner. But like you said, um, you, you have to go through that struggle. And some people ne don't necessarily have that mindset to be like, nah, I don't want to struggle. So they try to work, you know, um, they try to work and build their business. But that's good that you did that, right? And you said, no, nah, I'm, I'm going all in and I'm committed to my to my purpose, to my journey. And uh, I'll tell you something. It, for real, for real, your piece is the number one thing. Like I worked in dealing with, different individuals with mental health, different disabilities, yeah. you know, juveniles, things like that, that's been locked up. So th there was a variety of things that were happening. So your mindset is everything, you know, having peace is everything. So that's, I will leave a job quickly yeah. <laughs> for my people. So Can I got one for you. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. Um, being an entrepreneur um, with, the businesses that you have, um, what do you feel as though marketing wise has made you feel as though that, I guess, how do I want to say that um, marketing wise to like push you forward to, to gain followers, to gain um, people's trust, to know who you are, to, to know that the content that you place out is beneficial for them. How, how did you go through that process of building um, your business, especially juggling, you know, being a, a full-time dad, trying to do a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Um, so there's a, so there's something I've learned about the kingdom that I had to um, press into for these past, I would say six years. Uh, okay. And it's called the law of administration, awesome. right? So the law of administration, you know, consists of like four things. And I right now, off the top of my head, I can only remember three. So number one is like the law of dominion. And then it's the law of increase. And then it's the law of capacity. Oh, and then obviously the fourth one is the law of pressure, right? right? And so understanding in each of those, those buckets under the law of administration is realizing that I can't do anything on my own in my own strength, because as a man, I will fail, right? And I mean, it's just reality. Um, and so I know by God's grace, 
God's empowerment that I can do all things in Christ. So, you know, so when I so when I started to think about my life and business and how how I want this to function in terms of my decision makers, I said, okay, I need to understand the law of administration so I can increase my capacity to where I'm never maxed at my capacity, right? Um, and so, um, so I started to learn these laws of like pressure, the purpose of pressure, why pressure is there, and why and why it's so good, and how to evaluate it through the lens of kingdom. And so, um, and so, with all of learning all of that, was to say, okay, I want to build businesses that I can be able to leave uh, leave for my children that my children and my family can be proud of, Absolutely. right? And so um, that's really centered around, you know, people and success and positivity and things of that nature, right? So, um, so what I basically did, because I've been doing this since 2009, been in business, been doing this since 2009, um, I, I really wanted to get into, you know, understanding, like, how do people, like, what are people really asking? Um, and I, I realized that, you know, um, like a, I remember one time I went to this church and uh, I was listening to the sermon. I was like, okay, and this guy was just talking about let go and let God, right? And that's all I that's all I remember, right? He kept let go and let God, let go and let God, and you know, I was like, oh, he went into Luke. And it was like <laughs> let go and let God, and and you know, people like standing up, woo, right? waving their hands, and then they walk out of the building, and I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, wow, how do you apply that, right? So, like, my mind just goes there. Like, when, when I hear about, you know, oh, when you're married, you're one, you're one, you're one. Right. And I'm saying, and you know, and that's awesome, right? I, I bought those, I bought it, I ate it, I spoke it, right? Because that's all I heard. You're one when you're married. Well, when you get married, you're like, oh, <laughs> okay, well, we ain't one right now. You know that? Like, we, oh, we, we two today. Oh, we two. What? So, but that's what I realized, right? <laughs> I realized that in the journey, oh, it's a process, process that yeah. people miss, right? So, so people are in love with the thought, but people don't have the process to marry you and so that's where in my mind where God increased my capacity to say James you I've I've given you that right to increase your capacity to understand process to say hey you have to be result oriented but outcome focused and so that's where I started to understand about business and marketing to say hey, what is it that people are really looking for and needing? And how do you provide those solutions? That, you know, obviously I work in PMO. That's all, I mean, program management, that's what we do. We figure out solutions for people, right? But in my business, it's the same thing. So I've just taken that concept and said, okay, hey, how do we close the gap into that and and, and make it so simple that people are like, I can bet, of course. Like, oh, if I meet a person, so when I meet this man, so when, you know, because I, you know, um, I was helping these these women, right? They were like, James, right. um, yeah. like, how do you, like, 
on the first conversation, like how do you handle yourself, right? And I said, well, let me ask you a question. So what do you think about when you get on the phone and you talk to a man or whatever? They were like, all right, well, I, I don't tell them this, but I'm like, okay, could this possibly be my husband? Okay, what what is he, you know, what is he thinking? What is this like? Okay, how is he aligning with the word? Like they, they're thinking all this, right? And I hit him with one simple question. I said, do you know the goal of the first conversation? Yes, find out if he aligns with you. I'm like, sure. I said, no, really. I said the first the the first conversation is really about does this person qualify for another conversation? That's it. That's it. Like, it's not is he your husband? Because how do you even know? Like, what walk me through the criteria of how you know he's your husband? Like, no one knows that. Like, so. These are the things that um, that I took and said, okay, let me let me put this in a roadmap that makes sense. That okay, people can easily digest and then put it into platforms where people can now say, oh man, I can do this. Simple, impactful, but um, but transformational as well. I love that, James, because what you're really trying to say <laughs> would it sound like marriage or relationship when you get married is like business yeah you kind of got to equate to in the way because it is a it's, a it's a process there's different channels that you have to go through and match those pieces into it so yeah i love that i love that the way you just stated that oh absolutely and you know and for those who like may not necessarily hear what you're saying i, I make a simple quote here's the here's the quote to just make it very simple Look at your relationship like a business, right? Treat your relationship like a business, but just don't treat the person like a business, right? So look at your relationship. Just don't treat them like a business, right? Oh, you're on the annual review today. Uh, Yes, a year from from yesterday. So here's where you're at, right? Like, no, you don't don't want to do that. So yes, treat it like a business for sure. Absolutely. So I I have have a question. I have a question. So- now this one, I'm very interested to hear because look, I, I, I'll be transparent with you. And okay. you know, some some women, not all, some women right. have these friends who guys do not like. And I think I'm I'm preaching for some of the guys out here in the audience, where you know, guys like, hey, look, I don't like your girl, man. She gossipy, she negative, you know, whatever. You're about time, she just, you know, whatever, right? So let me ask you, how do you, how did you and how do you identify the right people for your journey that will support you, not only in entrepreneurship, but let's even take it a step further, even when you get into a relationship with a man? That is a loaded question, no, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> well, first um, and foremost, I feel as though that you have to seek God you have to find time to really have quiet time within yourself. I think it's possible to have a successful, meaningful, loving relationship without knowing who you are and who God, how God sees you. And to be able to build that intimate relationship with God, um, to know who you are, um, will allow you to start seeing the people around you, they'll start leaving themselves. Um, for, for myself, I know that I love my quiet time. 
Um, I love my peace. I, um, God has really dealt with me in so many different ways um, where I know who I am. I know my relationship with God and the people around me. I start, the more you growing in Christ, the more you grow, the more you start seeing the newness in you that basically pushes out the darkness, like pushes out individuals that aren't supposed to be in your circle. And, and that's what that was for me. It was me just letting go, being okay with just Sade and, and understanding who Sade is, what Sade likes, what Sade doesn't like, people that I do gravitate, gravitate to because I sought after wisdom. I sought after understanding um, being able to be vulnerable with God and allow him to like rip you completely apart. And God would do that amongst us where he humbles you so much, where it's just like, I don't want to do it my way. And I think once you understand that you don't want to do it your way, it allows you even in entrepreneurship um, in relationships, it allows you to start building the right relationships and the right people. And it takes time. It, I think you have to understand walking and seeing on this. What you just said before, when you were like, um, just about a relationship being business, like understanding the partnership. People are people are in love with the ideal of marriage. I think that's that's where the issue is, is in love with the ideal of marriage or in love with the ideal of entrepreneurship and getting all this money and doing doing your own thing and traveling because that's what you see, right? That's what we see on social media. That's that's what our families. Um, place out and all those things, but nobody tells you about the ugly. Nobody tells you about the tears or the struggles or the arguments or just like the the crazy Cinderella story. It's ridiculous. Nobody says what happens after Cinderella and the doors close, what Prince does and what she does. <laughs> nobody talks about that. They just they just like yes, it's beautiful, yeah. happy ending. We <laughs> got all these little girls running around thinking Mr. Prince Charming is supposed to be Prince Charming all the time or you're supposed to be so glamorous all the time, but sometimes it gets ugly and, and ugly may not be the ugly that you thought. It doesn't mean abuse ugly. It doesn't mean it should be um, to the point where you lose yourself ugly. Um, you know what I mean? But ugly yeah. in the sense when you start going through a fight or going through something that losing, losing a home or losing, losing um, the other person's going through a different season in their life of how do I stick with it? How do I fight with this? If your business, you know, if your business all of a sudden took a hit, COVID happened, right? A lot of people took hits. Mm -hmm. So when, when that happens, how do I stick with it? Because I love this business. I love how this looks. And um, the only answer is to that is being able to find yourself one with God and allowing your character co to constantly build, understanding your purpose and mm -hmm. knowing that your walk that he already says, the Lord, what is it? Exodus 14, 14, the Lord will fight your battles. All you need to do is remain silent and stay calm. You need to have the mindset that, like you said, every outcome, every decision that you make is gonna have a good or bad outcome. But it's about you and your mindset, the battle that you have in your mind of how you want that outcome to become. How do you wanna to react to this? Because you're in control of that emotion. Mm -hmm. You're in control of how you wanna to react to that and in order for something to grow. So it's really up to us. I hope that answers. I felt like that was kind of loaded, but no, yeah. no, no, no. That was that that was great. And I think that you painted you painted the picture perfectly. It's the center is is exactly the Cinderella story. It's it's not real. It's fake. 
Throw that story right. away. Like, like, it doesn't, like, I want my Prince Charlie. It's unrealistic. Uh, okay. Unrealistic expectations on men and, and it placed unrealistic expectations for men for women. And the thing is, is we place ourselves in so many different categories that it, it's crazy. Right. Right. It, it, yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. And, and I think that you hit a great point to to say that, you know, it's it is a battle. You have to fight. And, and that's the thing. And, and, and what I'm here to really tell people here is that if if you are a person that easily quits, like easily, you know, oh, man, I'm just quit. You know, please don't get in a relationship because you're not a good fit for a relationship because because you can't build a, a solid foundation on quitting, right? right? And look, um, look. I, I had a failed marriage, right? My, my, my marriage, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm not a failure, you know, from it. But I, I'm, I'm saying the mere fact is that, the, the mere fact is you can't quit though, right? Like you can't, you can't just, oh my gosh, you know, it didn't go as planned. So, you know, I'm just going to quit again. So every struggle, because I see men that do this. And so that, that, you hit a great point because people do quit. And that, that's what I see. They quit in, they quit in the gyms, they quit on themselves, they quit at jobs. Like I see it, I see it all the time and yeah, it just doesn't work. I just feel like even with you saying that just to stretch quitting, some things you do need to quit. Like in the sense of if somebody's abusing you mentally, emotionally, sometimes those things, because some people carry narcissistic Jezebel, yeah. you know, the live spirits that um, you can't fix people. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're yes, because you said yes to that. And God never said yes to that marriage. You know what I mean? So we got to step back to say, why do I actually want to be in a relationship? Because marriage is ministry. Mm -hmm. Your business that you have should be ministry on how you carry it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To glorify it. It shouldn't be about self. And you'll learn very quickly, like James and I, <laughs> marriage exactly. is, it will bring out selfishness within you that it's not a selfish thing. Like he said, we're one. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. But yeah. <laughs> when you have that two, two different worlds then, just like business, business is a complete different world from you being an employee. Completely yeah. different. The lingo's different. How you want to go about it. It doesn't mean you can't do it, but you got to stick with it. You got to be yeah. consistent. And doors yeah. will open, especially when God's hands on it. You just can't listen to outsiders. But I got a question for you. <laughs> because okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So on your journey, do you, have you lost? Um, and we're going to tie it into relationships too. Um, yeah. You know, through your divorce, along with your family, did you lose friends and family over um, going into or getting out of your relationship or even going into entrepreneurship? Because that right there, either one, when it comes to relations and when it comes to business, starting something to do for you and you're changing, lose, you lose people. So how have you dealt with any of that if that has happened? <laughs> so I'm gonna give you this quote and then I'll break it down. Um, Caterpillars can't fly where butterflies fly. Say that again. And that's the quote. Caterpillars can't fly 
where butterflies fly. So, and what, what that means is, is that going, going into marriage, and I want to make this very clear because I was single with no kids going in. And I didn't know the severity of the switch, but the moment I got married, it's, a, it's vastly different because what happens, right, in marriage, and this is just for me and my perspective, again, and I, I'm not speaking for anybody else, it's now, keep, it's now saying, okay, this X amount of years, I've been doing this on my own. I've been doing this, saying this. This is what I want to do with my money, with my time. And then now you're like, all right, this is my approach to this strategy. And then now you have a different perspective, right? And, and at the time, my family didn't prep me for that, right? So that's, that's a mind shift, right? That's a huge mind shift. If you've never been taught the whole entire journey of like marriage and how to prepare and get ready for it. And again, that doesn't mean you're going to be perfect at it, but right. getting mentally prepared, um, of course you can lose yourself. But I'm going to be honest, marriage is different. And some of the friends that I had at the time, they were still single. And some of the friends I even had that, um, that were like court, like dating other females or married, they just didn't align to three things that I had to learn as a young man. You got to find people in the journey that aligns with your values, that aligns with your beliefs, and that aligns with your purpose. Love now, it. that doesn't mean you have, like, you think the same. It just means that you have the same value. So the way, you, the way that you operate is the same way that person operates. So, for instance, hey, I had to let go of some of my friends. Because some of the friends I did have, they were cheaters. Look, I don't want to be hanging around cheaters because that now builds a insecurity in my wife to say, well, why are you hanging out with them? You know they, they be cheating on their girlfriends, right? So it's causing unnecessary friction. So yeah, I lost friends along the way. Now, they didn't understand because they weren't in that of that mindset. They were still in high school. And this is, you know, the journey of, of men where even though we're 21 in age, we're actually seven years old in the spiritual, and that's childhood. Oh my God. <laughs> right? And so, and so we have these immature thinking men trying to lead grown women into their purpose and they wonder why women are not submitting to them, right? They're like, I don't know why this woman's not submitting to me. Uh, because you don't have a clue what, where you're going, right? Now I'm not gonna call I'm not gonna call the men what I what I really want to call them, but at the end of the day, that's just what it is. So of course, during that journey, I had to. It, it, it just it made sense for me. But you know, the the true the true uh, essence of being married and then coming out of that is that um, you never you never go in the same. I don't care who, who it is, right? When you're married, it, it, it does something to you. Now, for some people, go for the worst. For me, it, it, it raises your, it heightens your sensibility to out of the reality or out of the, the fantasy of Cinderella. Oh, the Prince Charming, the Cinderella stuff. And it gets you in the reality of, hold on, what I'm thinking about 
bringing a person into my life, how does this tie into, like you said, the overall picture? Correct. The vision, the purpose. Hey, by the way, does this person that I'm married to or about to marry, I would say, that, hey, does this this person share the same mindset in terms of entrepreneurship? Because entrepreneurship and employee mindset are two totally different things, Right. right? And yeah, you can try to, you know, Pollyanna it, you try to camouflage it, but at the end of the day, they're diametrically opposed. And so coming out of my marriage, uh, I realized that, that um, yeah, it really helped me to understand to say, hey, when I went into this, I was so self-centered. I was so conditional in the way of my approach to life. It, with a handout, I had a handout mentality. Well, I do this when you do this. I will say this when you say this, right? Instead of in the Bible, it says give and it shall be given. But guess what the guess what the key word is? You gotta give. But guess what the Bible doesn't say? It doesn't say how much you can give. So that means I can get maximum. And then the Bible says I can get, I can get maximum back. And you can't outgive God. So when I started to understand the key principles, I did lose people because guess what? Now the mindset from the world's view. Versus God's view, they're diametrically opposed. So it's hard at times for people to understand that of people who are playing church. Right. And that's why people don't like church because church in the terms of religion brings no solutions, but kingdom does. And so, yeah, so when transitioning out of that, yeah, people were like, hey, you know, I mean, family members, people, hey, they ain't texting me. You know, they ain't calling like, hey, yo, man, how you doing? Now, they would call me all the time when I was married to my ex-wife. But now, hey, what's up? You know, we good. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, that was the time and the season we moved on. So, um, so yeah, so that's what actually happened for me. And and you got to be okay with that as a man. Because as a man, it can, it can get you a little bit insecure. Because you're like, oh, man, well, I want to be liked by people and I want to be respected. But... Look, the reality is, is that, you know, respect is, is earned, right? But hey, if somebody can't see your value, I mean, will they ever? Like, if they, if they can't see that, hey, look, you, you, that, you're, that you're first class and you do things the right way, then they still don't want to build a relationship with you. I mean, what more can you say? It right. tells you everything you need to know. Right. And I don't think, also, just to tag on what you said, was it the same way with entrepreneurship? Oh, absolutely. Same thing. I mean, because, I mean, look, listen, I mean, most people, you know, most people don't understand what it takes. Like, look, I don't care what anybody says. And look, I'm passionate about entrepreneurship. It's not easy. Look, it's not five days a week. It's 24 seven. Even if you're not working, you're thinking about your business. You're strategizing. You're reading. Well, why are you reading? I mean, what do you think? Like, what, like, what, what common sense of a person do you think you are to not want to think about your business? Jeff Bezos think about his business. Uh, Steve Jobs, before his passing, was thinking about his business. Bill Gates thinks about his business. So if Bill Gates thinks about his business and he makes over billions and billions and billions of dollars. Why do you think that Shade and I should not be thinking about our business? 
Why do you think Sade and I should lay down ourselves to raise up your weakness? Look, I'm not lowering my ambition to raise your weakness. You need to raise your weakness and you need to come up to the standard of entrepreneurship. If not, please step to the side and let the other people succeed. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah. back to you. Yeah. <laughs> back to you. Yeah, yeah. Back, yeah. So yeah. No, no, that's that's real. And my thing is this is I think what happens a lot of times, even even when people are seeking out, you know, you know, this day and age, a lot of people don't like walking in singleness. They they want to be attached, they want to be, and which is a beautiful thing to want to be in a relationship. I think um people are scared of rejection. People are scared of they're just want to what what's happening is basically trauma bonding to somebody. Yeah. And the, Oh, and I tell many, many times, many people, rejection is not a bad thing. Sometimes people just want to be single. Sometimes it's not you, it's them that's still working on themselves. You should be happy when, when that rejection happens or even within that time, just being able to know who you are. A lot of times people are going around and they have no clue who they are and they're putting on the best face. The same thing with entrepreneurship. You could post as much as you want on social media and could probably be doing nothing. Yeah. Literally, you, know, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's all about painting a picture, just like people love EW on social media. Not everybody is happy. You know what I mean? And it's not for you to judge. The thing is, is the more you mind your business and grow yourself and who you are and allow God to work on you, you start seeing mm. what what is actually really important. What is actually really important. Hundred percent. Now, now I do have a question for you, but I, I'm I'm a tag on. There's this quote. That is this guy um, King? I think it's Kevin Schuler. He's uh-huh. a comedian, but a funeral director, and uh, he posts out like these like one minute clips of like funny things. And um, he actually had this post, and it was this now senior citizen lady. She was like ninety six year old, ninety six years old, and the quote she made was powerful. She said. She says, the key to long living is to mind your own business. It's true. It's true. <laughs> right? Now, this is a, a woman <laughs> in, her, in her 90s. She says, the key to long living is to mind your own business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look, I, I'm not going to say that's biblical or anything, because obviously <laughs> I haven't read, I read that in the Bible. Now, it may be in my Bible. Second be your first opinion, my first opinion, if you ask me. But... Uh, but definitely, I, I I subscribe to that. So I do have a question. You know, this other question, last question for me. But so I want you to help us, right? Help me, help the audience. Like, what are some of the qualifiers you have out there, right? So let's let's just turn this relation because we've been talking about entrepreneurship. Now we're going to talk about singleness. What are some of the qualifiers. Now, again, man, don't don't take this as like DMing her, okay? So I'm, I'm gonna put that out there. Don't DM, don't DM Chade. But uh, what are some of the qualifiers that you put out there to say, okay, does this guy really align with where I'm trying to go? If you if you like to share, I can speak in general. <laughs> I can speak in general. Um, I feel as though. 
where I'm at in my life, I feel as though like you have to add to it. I think before there's a desire to say what some women say is they need a man or they feel like they, they need somebody to make them feel completed and it makes them feel as though they accomplish something by getting married or getting in a relationship. I don't feel that way. Like, I, I don't feel like I need a man. I feel like I need God. You know, those are things that I need. And I, I feel as though when, when a man is able to find me as his wife, it looks different. And, and I think that looks different for every woman when a man finds his wife, because um, in God's word, it already talks about as, as a woman, you should already be walking as a wife. You should be already be upholding yourself as a wife while you are still working. You should be doing, walking in your purpose, handling your business. The Proverbs 31 woman is not a woman that was just sitting in the house, cooking and cleaning, waiting for her husband to come home. And if you do that, that's awesome. I used to be a stay-at-home mommy. So if, if that's something that you do, but the thing is, that's not the Proverbs 31 woman, right? And the Proverbs 31 woman was a businesswoman. She was handling her business. Her husband came for permission just to get real estate, to see what she thought about it. She was handling, she had maidservants that was helping take care of the kids. So the woman, speaking as a woman, um, I believe women should definitely be walking within their purpose as a wife and upholding themselves already as a wife because what you bring to the table um, within your peace, within your love, within your respect, and just honoring your husband is, is definitely needed. And I feel as though a man with vision, especially qualifiers, someone that has a vision that really seeks out God, um, God will lead them on, on how to choose a wife, on, on who will basically compliment them within that. I think a lot of times we draw ourselves to individuals. Oops, we draw ourselves to individuals that we may feel as though we connect with, but that doesn't mean that's God's yes. We can connect with, I connect with a lot of people. That doesn't mean that's God's yes, right? That could be my yes. And then all of a sudden that yes looks like a hot mess. So I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but I'm just saying. I think, I think so qualifiers, especially for men, you need to have a vision. You cannot lead no woman without a vision. You cannot control a woman. You should That should not be something that should be ideal. Once I get her, I control her or I need to keep pressing to get her. That's not what that is. You know, when God leads someone, it should not come with a whole bunch of questions and things like that it shouldn't make you feel like insecure about certain things it should be like i know that someone i know that's the person for me i have a vision for what i want to lead my household and does this woman that i want as my wife carry those traits to to be a blessing to my vision as long as as well as me pouring into her vision so being having god head first and being able to, to have a heart to chase after god to know how to love and you were just saying it you were just saying Something happened? No, you good. Oh, I was like, this, my whole thing went, no, oh, I don't know what happened, but. Um, yeah, I was listening, yeah. Yeah, um, when God was already saying that a man needs to have, um, a man should love on his wife. Remember you were like, you know, it doesn't say how much you need to pour, 
Because as women, we love being loved on. Just love on me. <laughs> love, love doesn't necessarily mean sex, right? Um, yeah. Providing doesn't necessarily mean money. Time. I guarantee majority of women would prefer to have a man that wants to spend time with them, that loves to just pour into them, to pray over them, to really speak life into their family. I guarantee majority of women, it's not about money. Money's good because you need stability, all right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. it, should, it should be more than that. For a man and your man, having respect, being being able to have, your, have integrity, being able to, to be able to have someone to pour into you, to, to honor what you do, to make you feel as though you're desired, that you're wanted, and not necessarily what, what their need is, but you they actually want you, it looks different. It looks yeah. different. It's because you're partnering with each other. Because when, when looks fade, when um, intimacy fades, when all that fades, what do you have? God, that's the reason why relationships, there should be intention. And I spoke about that on my podcast was, you should have an intention when you date. You should have intention when you're reaching out to a, another woman or to, you know, I ain't gonna say to a man, but the thing is when there should be an intention of why you're doing it. And if it's, if it's God's will for you to do it mm. because it happened if it is. So I hope that answered it. Yeah. Those, I didn't really yeah. give a whole bunch of qualifiers. Yeah. My, the only qualifier is God. That's the qualifier. Have a vision God. for God. Yeah, yes. that helps you with I tell I tell people this. I, I I tell women this. I need God, and I need God to not make my daughters expensive anymore. <laughs> I need that. That's what I definitely need. Okay, because all the money that be coming out of my pockets, I already know. <laughs> Lord knows, right? <laughs> but uh, but no, I I agree hundred percent. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So you have a question for moi? I can sum it up. I can sum it up. Um, what do you want um, your audience, along with my audience, is definitely going to be checking um, this out. What do you want them to take away from the battle of the minds of what, what they should really grasp coming out of this today? Yeah. So battle of the minds. This just gives you a picture of what a woman goes through versus what a man goes through. Look, I, I wanna be very transparent. It's called Kingdom Success University. It doesn't, it's not called Kingdom Easy University because nothing about this is easy. It's right. simple, but it's not easy because if it was easy, everybody would, would do it. So what I want the audience to grasp coming out of this is that hey, we're not trying to paint this rosy picture for you to say, hey, when you meet this, hey, when you meet your spouse, I, I, want, I want to debunk this. So when you actually meet your spouse, if you're believing in receiving your spouse, I just want to give you a tip. Your spouse is not going to come into the box that you think. He's not going to come into a nice little box. And she's not going to come into a nice little box that you think in your mind how it should flow. So if you're in that mindset, look, you're in a fixed mindset and you got to get out of the fixed mindset to be in a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. Only way that you can receive from that is through a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And so coming out of here is to really grow, to say, okay, how do I get out of this stagnation and how do I move forward? Right. Whether if it's in your career, whether if it's in your health, 
whether if it's with your children, whether if it's just in relationships, period. Right. Coming out of here with the perspective that, hey, the, the, the nuggets and principles that were set before me today, that I can run away with that and apply that immediately. Awesome. And I will turn this back over to you. And here's my, here's my question. So I want to thank you so much for coming on Kingdom Succession Diversity. Now, by the way, this is Build Your Legend series. And so this is the episode one. Build, uh, it's uh, Battles of the Mind, right? And uh, Sade, she came in, she's doing her thing. So I want you, you know, just take a little bit of time, promote some of the things that you're doing within your business, but then also leave the audience with some departing wisdom. Okay. Um, well, as he said, I'm Shadi Tier. So if you guys are interested to check out my podcast, is I Woke Up Winning. It's uh, on majority of all pack podcast forms, uh, platforms, along with my YouTube channel, if you want to see me in person. So you can check out my YouTube. That's um, Shadi Tier. I Woke Up Winning, along with my Facebook page of I Woke Up Winning as well. Um, if you want merch and things that are coming up, it's www.shopslimthickfitness.com. Um, if you want to book for speaking engagements, dealing with stress management, dealing with fitness, dealing with changing of the mindset, I am a speaker. You can definitely book me. Um, I guess I should give my email. It would be uh, shopslimthickfitness at gmail.com. Um, one thing I would love to give away um, there's so many different things that I would like to say really is one of the major things is, is change your mind, change your life. And that simple, change your mind, change your life. When you make decisions, whether whatever battle you go through, whether it's within relationships, whether it's if you're an employee or entrepreneur or a parent or a friend, it doesn't matter. Um, change your mind when you start seeking out the very things that you know that God has called you to do and you're and you're seeking wisdom and you're seeking how can I get to know who I am who God really calls me to be and you change your mindset you'll change your entire life because you'll no longer think the way that you used to think knowing the word where it talks about oh you can't put new wine skins in with old wine skins they don't mix you have to renew your mind daily. He, God talks about renewing your mind daily. So that's what I would love to leave with you guys. And I thank James for allowing me to be on here because um, it's all about the mindsets. We battle with it constantly. The enemy wants us to drown within our sorrows, to stay put within the things that um, that has kept, that tried to keep us down. But this is not your season for that. This is not what you want to stay in. Change your mind, change your life. That's what I want to leave. <laughs> Wow. Wise words from a wise woman. Thank you. So I want to thank you, Shade, for being here. And I want to thank you, audience, for tuning in. Please subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel. You have a great, great day. Thank you for listening in on today's episode. Please subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel.